Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to another Geek Town podcast. I'm David Geek Town and today I'm talking to the legendary Warwick Davis, who of course played Wicket in Star Wars, Professor Flintwick in Harry Potter, and a rather warped version of himself in BBC's Life Too Short. Warwick is currently touring the UK with the production of the farce See How They Run, performed by the Reduced Height Theatre Company. As the name rather suggests, the group are a troupe of actors of reduced height, formed by Warwick. I'd just like to apologise for the sound quality on this recording uh, as Warwick was in a car travelling to his next gig and we didn't have the greatest phone signal, but hopefully you can still hear it all okay. As ever, if you want more news or info on the return or renewal of any TV shows in the UK, please visit the main website at geektown.co.uk. Hope you enjoy the interview. Hi, Warwick. It's uh, it's Dave from Geek Town. Did you? Uh, sorry, you just rang, and I I was uh, upstairs. <laughs> I was a minute or so early. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it's all right, no problem. So, uh, just um, uh, calling to to talk to you about your uh, your new uh, play. Do you want to tell me a little bit about it? Well, the play itself is a is a farm um, first performed in 1945. Uh, called See How They Run, written by very good example of a farce, which is a very particular uh, genre in theatre. So farce hate, yeah. very funny, and, and often involves taking identity and lots of doors, lots of cooing and throwing. So one character leaves, another comes in, and, and uh, so on and so forth. Um, and, um, so so, so uh, that kind of summarises the genre of the piece. I mean, um, as far as um, you know. Acting in them is concerned, they're quite challenging because you, you have to have a, a certain degree of precision and, uh, and timing and physicality to, to make them work very well. You know, they they sure. work very well when performed at high speed uh, with a lot of pace. And, uh, the, the actual sort of um, polarity of the situation just builds gradually throughout the whole play until by the end of it, there's you know, what appears to be absolute chaos occurring. <laughs> You've done a couple of um, uh, performances already at, at various places around the country. Um, how's it been going at the moment? How's it going down? Well, we're into our second week. Uh, we opened in Bromley, now we're currently in Southend. And uh, it's been going um, better than I could have ever hoped. I mean, it's, um, it's getting such an amazing response from audiences, uh, not only at the time of the performance, of course, but uh, you know, the audience. Is essentially the 
the final cast member in the show because their their laughter and interaction is, is what makes the show what it is. Um, the reactions have been fantastic, but beyond that, just the, the response to the, the spells from the uh, from the, the audience leaving and um, saying that oh, this is the thing we've seen in this theatre this year. We're going to come back again before it it leaves here at the weekend. I mean, it's it's just been amazing. And whenever we leave the theatre ourselves, the cast members, there's, there's always those people to say hello and just want to want to congratulate us on, on a really enjoyable evening. And that's what that's why we do it. You know, you, that's why you go on stage to entertain. And if you come out and there are people who have been thoroughly entertained by it, that's the best thing in the world. And then, of course, beyond that, they then take to the social networks and, and let everyone else know how brilliant a time they've had. And, sure. uh, and people are already asking what's our next project well I mean yeah. we've still got 10 weeks to do it but not yet but then, <laughs> you know it's really nice that they, they're keen to see us do something else you know because it's quite a unique a unique thing that we've sort of uh, found it here and uh, I would hope we continue for many years. Chuck, this is um, this, this is the first thing that that your theatre company has done, isn't it? Yeah, this is the debut of such nothing produced by theatre company. Um, but uh, it was always my vision. I mean, even if it was a you know, it's a very optimistic one to want to carry on and do more stuff. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, I, I didn't know how well this was going to go when I came up with the idea almost a year ago, but. Um, you know, I, I've been delighted with, with the show itself, delighted with the cast that we have. You know, my idea was to celebrate the the talent that there is in this country among short actors. And um, it's done exactly that. It's given them a platform to show what they can do. And one that doesn't in any way relate to their size. You know, it's not about that at all. It's about just watching a really funny play performed uh, by some, some very talented actors and, and and that, that you know, job done as far as that's concerned. But, uh, they're all very keen to go on and do something else, you know. So I, I think the whole company's got such a, a energy behind it now that, you know, when it's the third over, I'll certainly have to sit down and think, what are we going to do next? Because I don't think they'll let me off the hook that easily. <laughs> Are a lot of the the um, actors that the company was formed by people that were in the company in Life's Too Short? Yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll recognise a lot of the cast from various other projects. Um, I've met, we'll work with many of them in the Harry Potter films. For example, John Key, uh, who plays the Bishop of Black in the play. He, um, he was Bob Rod, the Goblin, who you'll see in Sessie Hallow's part too. Yeah. Um, uh, he actually gets he gets uh, fried by the dragon by the end, <laughs> uh, unfortunately. But um, he uh, yeah he he worked alongside me. He was also in Life to Short. He played the the leader of the uh, the short people society that, uh, <laughs> that my character was trying to become the chairperson of. At the time, he was the chairman of that. So I worked with John a couple of times now. It's thrilled when he agreed to do this because he's such a great, uh, very very experienced actor. Um, you also recognise the basic Belly from Life Too Short, um, or Pete from Life Too Short as yeah. well. Um, he's in the show at um, Sergeant Towers, uh, Ray Griffith, another actor from Life Too Short. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people in there. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh, so yeah, really lucky to have a, a distinguished cast. What What came first? Was it was I? I just wonder whether the formation of the company was somewhat inspired by the fact that you were this sort of agent leading this group of people in life's too short. I just wonder which came first. The, the um, I think the idea for this came a while after Life's Too Short. I mean, the inspiration for it was really, um, it was a few different things. I mean, one of them was, I, I've done an opposite, a documentary for ITV. Yeah. About the Ovid family. Yes. They were a family of wars who um, were entertainers in the 1930s and 40s in Central and Eastern Europe. And um, I was so inspired by their story, not only their story of survival, uh, you know, at the hands of Dr. Mengele and Alfred, yeah. but also their their sort of their approach to the show business um, and the idea that they really didn't rely on the fact that they were short. It was more about them being good performers, good musicians, script writers. They built their own set, they wrote their own script, and that really resonated with me because you know, essentially, I don't rely on being short for a career. I, I I'm hopefully relying on the fact that I have some abilities and some talent for the clock, you know? Yeah. And, and that's kind of how they took the, the situation. And, and so that's one inspiration for the Reduced Type Theatre Company. It's not about us being short, it's about what we can do. And uh, and also, I, I've never been in a play. You know, I've, I've debuted in the West End in Spamalot. I've, I've done pantomime for many, many years. But I want to appear in a, in a play in a more traditional sense of like a box set of a, a country house living room which is exactly what we have in the other gun. That type of concept uh, is something I really want to, to be part of. And in the end, I sort of realised, well, you know, if nobody's going to cast me in, well, I can't produce it and then get myself a star. That's exactly what I did. And that was the, really the foundation for the reduced like, company, as well as I said before, celebrating many of the clients that I, that I represent, of course, in reality. I represent these actors through my, my company when I manage them. So, you know, I was aware that there was a talent there and I was aware that they, they themselves as actors don't have the challenges and the the roles that I was lucky to be getting that always challenged me. And you know, many of them are trained in, in theatre schools and drama schools. And, you know, I, I kind of felt, felt for them in, in the fact that it's almost like the talent and the, the training was wasted by it, you know, that now... You know, we've all certainly learned a few lessons during this production and, uh, and have really upped our game, all of us. Uh, and I've learned a lot as well. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's delightful, delightful to be doing it. And uh, I'm just going to say, I'm just say more good things about the experience. It's really yeah. going to raise up there as my as a career highlight, certainly. Do you, do you um, prefer being on stage or, or movies and TV? Do you have a preference? Um, I, mean, I, I think stage is such a lovely, a lovely discipline for a film and TV actor because you, you know, on a, on a film, you, you kind of get a chance to do it again. You get a second take or a third take or a fourth take. So yeah. in a sense, you become slightly lazy because you know you're going to have enough go. Whereas on stage, I go out there in a, in a few hours' time on stage, five before people, and you've got to get it right. You can't mess up. And that's exciting, it, it gives you discipline, and also having that instant feedback, that instant reaction to what you do, teaches you so much, and it's fun to, to take that each night after night and try and adjust the 
performance slightly to maximise the, 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 the emotional part or whatever you are trying to evoke from the audience at that point. And, um, but yeah, that's usually exciting. And, <laughs> and that's what we do as actors. We, we, we are there to entertain. That's what you do as an actor. And there's no more immediate sort of... Um, uh, it, it, it's just sort of a very immediate form of entertaining people because you're, you're right there. Yeah. And um, whereas, you know, on a film, you never really get an audience reaction. At the premiere, you might get people going, oh, we like you in that. Or, you know, if you sit in the back of the cinema, you might hear a reaction. But it's not as direct as a direct result of what you're doing. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you have a preference for doing um, comedy or, or the more serious drama? Because obviously you're involved a lot um, in kind of... Not, yeah, I mean, not really a preference. I mean, I've noticed over the last couple of years a bit more about comedy for me, which is always yeah. something I wanted to do. And I was kind of frustrated I'd never been offered comedy. And then when I got offered something, everything just became about comedy. <laughs> um, but I mean, still, I don't used to get dramatic roles as well now and again. Um, and I've got anything a preference to say, but I, I enjoy the both. Um, the comedy probably the harder of the two skills it's, it's much much harder than the drama yeah. um, you know at least there's so many things to get right yeah. and very very subtle they're very subtle things often the comedy you know the size inflection or inflection on a word it makes all the difference between whether it's a funny line or not a funny line and um, so yeah but I, I do enjoy comedy particularly physical comedy you know I've got heroes Laurel and Hardy, and uh, so just to be able to kind of emulate some of their amazing work is what I'm thinking about. Sure. Okay, I've got a few final questions. Um, do you have a. Yeah. Uh, uh, for, well, first of all, I've got to ask you a quick question about Star Wars. What do you think of JJ Abrams taking over the franchise? I think it's a pretty inspired choice, actually, to be honest. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I want to pass. I'm thinking. <laughs> No, he makes a good film. I mean, I've, I've, yeah. I've got a lot of his movies. He makes a good film, and I, I think, I think the fans of the films are in state hands. I think he's going to do this film complete justice. You know, they don't choose directors direct something as a source of this. Just you know, sure. They make a very, very conscious decision, and um, and I think we're in for absolute treat. I really do. I'm very excited. I'm glad to see them. Um, yeah. That would be. They're saying they're planning on releasing um, one a year, so there's they must be another rewatch movie in there somewhere. <laughs> I don't know, you know, who knows? I mean, it's, uh, I, I believe the films are going to be set a few years after the end of Jedi, so yeah. you know, unless that party went on for years and years <laughs> at the end of Jedi, then they would have left Endor by now. And, 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 uh, I mean, we could have stowed away on a little shit. Now <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, again, it's all. Uh, <laughs> I'd just like to be have uh, just a little cameo, just a little pop in. Yeah. You know, uh, just uh, just have my foot in in all three of the trilogies would be really nice. Yes, that would be lovely. And uh, one final question: Is there any any of uh, favourite TV shows or movies you have at the moment? Favourite TV show at the moment? Yes. 
Well, that's an interesting question. That's a good question. I mean, I think I'm busy. I don't always watch a lot of TV. Particularly. Yeah. I catch up on a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm loving documentaries, but always Horizon. Horizon sure. documentaries. There's always something I'll enjoy, you know, each week from them. Um, what can I say? What am I liking? Um, oh, yeah, boy, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I work in TV and I, I can honestly. Uh, well, is, are there any shows well, that. I don't, I don't, are there any shows. I mean, Dragon's Den store. I was going to say, are there any shows that you, you've seen that you think oh, I'd, I would love to have had a part in that? Oh, Sherlock, definitely. Sherlock. I want to be a Sherlock. So. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. I want to play some sort of, you know, I mean, I think the best character so far in that series has been Moriarty. He's just amazing. Yes. Just a brilliant performance. I don't know who the actor is. I've seen him in something else. And in the oh. other thing, he's still playing a similar sort of nutcase. Yeah. Um, but um, he's, he's brilliant. Him. And um, so he's just something to say, yeah, Martin Sherlock would be really good. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, I know Stephen Moffat as well, so... Oh, yes, uh, cool. quite, so I, I, I uh, <laughs> but my, my kids are massive fans as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, we uh, we've got to we've got to be part of that. We actually spent one Sunday visiting all the locations that, that they use. You know, we found Speedy's Cafe, had a picture there, <laughs> and um, then stopped the day we went to the Sherlock Holmes Museum as well. So we kind of we did a did a Sherlock day. Yeah, quite fun. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Well, well, apparently, um, apparently, ben- Benedict Cumberbatch is possibly up for a role in the new Star Wars as well. So you never know; you might be able to sort of link the two together. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw that the other day. Hey, it's interesting, wasn't it? I yeah. see that the other day. But who knows? I mean, there's so many names. Gary Oldman's name flying around. You know, yes. Yeah. Uh, I saw that as well. Right, yeah, um, yeah. I shall. I shall let you go. I'm assuming you're in a car at the moment because it it sounds like you're traveling. I am. Somewhere. I'm on my on my way to the show in Southend at the moment. Oh, so, right, um, it's okay. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that's what's going on. <laughs> Good luck with the show. Um, I hope it all goes really well. And uh, thanks for talking to me. My pleasure. Bye. Cheers now. Cheers, bye. bye. 